y'all. It's Cheyenne. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sickly Sweet Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, hi, I'm your host, Cheyenne. If this is your second, third, fourth, or fifth time joining me, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Today's show, I must advise, is going to be another fetal abduction story. So if you are sensitive to material that has children in it, then I would highly suggest not listening to this. I have a couple other fetal abduction stories on my podcast, and if you're interested in hearing those, then go back in my playlist and check them out. I have the Marlene Ochoa Lopez story. I have the Carethia Curry story, and then I also have another fetal abduction case that I just recently posted not too long ago that happened in Oregon, so... That is the um, Heather Sniffley case, so if you want to listen to those, there's a small amount of them. There will be more in the future, but as of right now, there are no new cases, so some of these cases will be a little more dated if I do them. As of yet, there has been no fetal abduction cases for 2020 yet. The last one was 2019, and that was the Marlene Ochoa Lopez. As I mentioned, I've already done that show, so... The first reported case, I'm sure there was before, but the first reported case was 1974. So if I do all of them and make a small playlist, then some of these will be dated. I am telling you ahead of time. But enough being tangent, let's get to the story. Today's case, it takes place in March of 2015, and it takes place in Colorado, which a lot of these stories usually do. As we've all learned, between Chris Watts, Suzanne Morphew's disappearance, and this and that, there are quite a few cases that take place in Colorado, the most famous being the JonBenet Ramsey one. This is the story of Dinell Lane and Michelle Wilkins. Dinell had had a son that had drowned, unfortunately, and she was so desperate to have another child that she began faking a pregnancy and telling her boyfriend that she was pregnant. Her boyfriend believed her, but once her due date had come and gone and it was extending past, it had started going into months, he started becoming suspicious that she was lying. She became suspicious of him being suspicious of her, and so she became desperate. So Donnell took to Craigslist, which is a recurring theme in some of these, not the cases before the internet, like the ones from the 70s, but... I've noticed that there's a few of these that they will go to Craigslist. A lot of the ones that I've talked about, it's either been through Facebook mommy groups or it's been through Craigslist ads. So that's just something I've noticed in an observation. Anyhow, she had posted an ad on Craigslist about baby clothes and Michelle Wilkins, who was seven months pregnant at the time with a little girl, had went to her house. The two sat for an hour and chatted and had a normal time. She had asked Michelle did she want to see some more of the baby things that she had that they were down in the basement. She lured Michelle down there, hit her in the head with a lava lamp, but it was not enough to kill her. Michelle threatened to call the police that she had assaulted her, and before she could leave, Dinell took some of the glass from the lava lamp and stabbed Michelle in the neck. While she was bleeding, she took some of the same glass and cut Michelle down her abdomen and removed her baby from her stomach. She left Michelle laying there, did several loads of laundry and cleaned up and called her boyfriend and told him that she had miscarried the baby. When he came home, he found her and the baby and took him to the hospital. 
She refused to be examined by doctors and said that the baby had been born stillborn. Michelle had managed to come to despite her injuries and despite the massive amount of blood loss and had called the police using her cell phone and they were able to get to her in time. They were able to find Michelle, save her life. However, her daughter, who she later named Aurora, unfortunately did not live, which is tragic. But a lot of these fetal abduction cases, either the baby dies, the mother dies, or a lot of times both will die because the person removing this child is not trained to do these things. They think doing some research on the internet or reading a couple books is going to tell them everything that they need to know, and that does not make you a doctor. So, Dinell was arrested and was sentenced to 100 years in prison without the possibility of parole. She was charged with first-degree murder, two counts of second-degree assault, unlawful termination of pregnancy and she was also charged with some other kind of charge but they did not charge her in first degree murder of the infant due to it's Colorado state law so they charged with her an unlawful termination of a pregnancy which I think they should have charged her but every state has their own laws stipulations jurisdictions they have their own ways and unfortunately I mean who am I to judge? I don't live in the state of Colorado. But they were seeking 126 years. However, she received a 100-year sentence. And unfortunately, I mean, even though she's in prison, it's not going to bring Michelle's baby back. And it's not going to undo the trauma that Michelle has faced with her life. I mean, I understand that she lost a child, Dinelle. And I understand that she was desperate to be a mother again. And I understand that she was grieving and maybe not thinking right. But you're going to do some crazy thing like that. And I mean, it's just, I mean, come on now. I mean, you can adopt a child. You can have a surrogate mother. There is way too many options, especially in today's world, if you're not able to get pregnant again. I know that some women have gotten pregnant and then had difficulty to get pregnant again. And there's a lot of couples in today that, you know, they struggle. And so there's things like fertility clinics and fertility drugs and this and that to help couples conceive. However, apparently, I don't know through financial or she wasn't thinking, but she made a crazy decision and now she's in jail for 100 years. A child is dead and Michelle is left without her baby and she's left with the mental scars of the incident. I would really like to hear you guys' thoughts on the case, and I would really like to hear if you guys would like to hear more of these stories. Like I said, I have three others if you want to listen to some of them. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for over a thousand listens. Thank you to everyone who has followed the podcast, shared, talked about it, good or bad. And thank you guys so much for sticking with me. I'm a very opinionated person, and I like to be blunt and just tell it like it is. I'm not a person that likes to be liked for the false reasons. I believe that it's better to be liked for who I am and to tell the truth than to keep my mouth shut and just be liked for something that I'm not. I'm not a person that goes with herd mentality, which for some of you who may not know what herd mentality is, it's think of like a flock of sheep. The way they follow each other, there are no questions, and they just do what the rest of the flock is doing, 
it's going with the herd. You adopt the same kind of behavior as the people that you're around and you start to feel the same things and this and that. It's basically like you're not thinking for yourself. You're just going with the herd. And I mean, if we all did that, we would still be back in the Stone Age. You know, everybody is entitled to their own thoughts, their own opinions and this and that. But don't go with the herd. Be your own person is basically what I'm saying. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. You can find Sickly Sweet Podcast on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, as well as Overcast and CastBox. I'm on most podcasting platforms. You can also find Sickly Sweet Podcast on Instagram, which is where I am most active. I post several times a day there. So if you want to talk about a case or you want to request a case or you want to hear more about a case on some things that I may have left out, it's usually the best way to get a hold of me. Comments on posts are temporarily disabled, so the best way is to hit me with a direct message. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Stay safe. And until next time, take care, y'all.